This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Palm Sunday edition of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for uh, spending part uh, of this day with us. Uh, Today, we're going to fulfill a promise we made several weeks ago, and that uh, is to cover charitable giving, uh, but specifically charitable IRA rollovers and qualified charitable distributions. Uh, Qualified charitable distributions, uh, we're going to abbreviate that to QCDs uh, today during the show. Uh, And this is certainly an overlooked tax break for many people who are charitably uh, minded. Uh, And everyone who is subject to a required minimum distribution, uh, someone who uh, gives to their church or uh, to another charitable organization might want to consider using qualified charitable distributions. But you need to understand the rules and the qualifications, and that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. And I'll be uh, drawing on information found at uh, irs.gov under retirement plans and also, again, from Ed Slot's book, The New Retirement Savings Time Bomb. He devoted a section of the book to qualified charitable distributions. But first, let's uh, bring in uh, the co-host of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. That's Tony Shore. Tony, welcome. Uh, Happy to have you with me again, as always, and uh, on this Palm Sunday 2022 as we uh, talk about qualified charitable distributions. Well, yeah, and thanks for having me on the show, Mike. You said QCDs. I thought QCD stood for quality cherry donuts. Cherry donuts this uh, time, okay, yeah. (laughs) But uh, no, it's qualified charitable distributions. Uh, uh, That's an interesting topic, and um, I I knew you said earlier, a a couple of shows ago, you said we were going to dig into this topic uh, so our listeners could learn more uh, about them and how they can be used. And uh, quality uh, qualified charitable distributions or QCDs, uh, they aren't just for the wealthy. Um, you know, you can use them in a lot of different situations and uh, they come in handy when it comes to income and retirement planning, I know. So uh, we're going to dig into that, but really uh, I've been great. I've had a great week and uh, you've been busy too, haven't you? Yeah, uh, here with uh, spring and uh, tax season and helping everybody with uh, forms they need from their investment accounts, their IRAs, it's pretty busy. Yeah. And uh, But we do want to fulfill our, our, our promise here to, to cover this information. Yeah. And uh, it's it's important that uh, we, uh, we do that. And especially here at tax time, it might be something that sticks in people's minds as uh, they're completing uh, those tax returns, well, sure. although we're near the deadline here for this year. Yep. I mean, uh, it's something to think about, you know, throughout the course of the year it can be done at any time. Sure. I mean, if you understand how and when to use this part of the tax code, these QCDs, I would uh, think it would be a tremendous planning advantage. And I, I just wanted to jump in and alert our listeners, Mike, uh, we're going to have a special announcement at the conclusion of today's show. But uh, so how would you explain qualified charitable uh, distributions. How, how would you describe that concept for our listeners, Mike? 
Well, let's uh, start with uh, maybe just looking at who the concept uh, might uh, work for. First of all, you must be age 70 and a half and have IRA funds as uh, this rule applies only to funds that are in an IRA. So if your funds uh, maybe are still with your employer plan, could be it's still at the 401k, you cannot use uh, this concept on those funds. You would first have to transfer those 401k funds to the IRA uh, to use this concept. So again, uh, 70 and a half or older, uh, obviously you would be uh, charitable minded and if you are, then uh, l- using uh, a QCD or qualified charitable distribution could be something that's right for sure. you. Sure, and you can roll over that 401k into an IRA to take advantage of this. Absolutely, you can. That's that's right. Uh, under the present tax rules, um, if you make a contribution to a qualified you know charitable organization, you know it might be absorbed within your standard deduction. Uh, and for 2022. Uh, tax year. The standard deduction for married filing joint is 25900 For a single filer, it will be 12950 So if your deductions do not exceed those amounts and you are making charitable contributions, perhaps you should uh, discuss qualified charitable distributions with your tax preparer. But uh, if you have a comprehensive retirement income plan, uh, I'm sure this is something that uh, your current financial advisor uh, has already pointed out to you. Now, what is a qualified charitable distribution? Well, specifically, it's a donation made directly from your IRA to the charitable organization. And I want to stress, it must come directly from the IRA and go directly to the charitable organization. You can't Uh, Take the money out of your IRA, put it in your checkbook, and then write the organization a check. It will not work. Uh, If you qualify, you can actually transfer up to $100,000 per person if uh, one or both husband and and wife uh, have have IRAs. And so that's a a large amount uh, that that qualifies uh, as a, a qualified charitable distribution. Now, you don't get to take a tax deduction on the amount that's being contributed to the organization directly from your IRA. But the amount that is transferred is excluded from your income for the year. It can count toward your uh, RMD. Again, that's required minimum distribution for that tax year. And this is really important here. Excluding that contribution from income is actually a better tax benefit than uh, receiving a tax deduction on a charitable contribution. And there's a number of reasons why. Mainly, it keeps uh, your income lower. And this then would allow more of the uh, adjusted gross income or AGI-based tax benefits. And the result is a lower overall tax rate for the donor. Well, these are really important points, Mike, and let's reiterate those. You have to be at least 70 and a half, and the limit is $100,000 per person. The funds have to come directly from your IRA and go directly to the charitable organization. And in addition uh, to the potential uh, of a lower tax rate, that's the good news. And this can result in a lower AGI, adjusted gross income, than using a regular deduction. So that's really valuable. Uh, what are some of the other benefits of a 
qualified charitable distribution? Well, there uh, potentially are several uh, that uh, a person might benefit from. Uh, and we're not going to be able to go through an exhaustive list here, but I want to cover some of those. Uh, first, as I said, the qualified charitable distribution can satisfy your RMD for the year if it's done correctly. And as we said, it will keep your AGI lower uh, compared to the standard uh, required minimum distribution that actually increases your tax bill for the year. So uh, the QCD can cut taxes and can avoid uh, other what we deem as stealth taxes. Uh, since, you know, an RMD amount given to charity, uh, you know, using this is excluded from income. Uh, the, so in, instead, as I've said, taking funds from the uh, IRA, putting it in your checkbook, and then donating it, you would rather uh, use the QCD uh, formula and uh, many more benefits there. Uh, using uh, the qualified charitable distribution can also lower your Medicare premiums. And in some cases, that can be very uh, substantial. Uh, for anyone who uh, claims the standard deduction, uh, the QCD uh, can be excluded from that amount. So this is a, a key, especially to someone who uh, you know is charitable-minded, uh, uh, that this can be outside of uh, the standard deduction. Uh, if you have uh, rental real estate losses, uh, a QCD might be a tool that you want to uh, consider. Uh, obviously, a lot there to discuss. But again, if you have uh, rental real estate losses, this might be something that's good for you. Um, and then just kind of a, a basic overall, um, using the qualified charitable distribution approach almost always saves on taxes versus, you know, the traditional RMD, and it never raises uh, your income tax. We mentioned that it's a, a large limit, $100,000 per person per year. And if you believe that uh, I do, and we've talked about this on almost every uh, episode of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber, that tax rates are going to be higher in the future than they are now, Reducing the value of your IRA by making these larger QCD uh, transfers is well worth uh, considering. And when it comes to uh, estate planning, a qualified charitable distribution uh, is going to help reduce the value of uh, that traditional uh, IRA, uh, the funds that are being left to heirs, that amount will be reduced. And that's, again, really, really important part of today's planning, especially as we've discussed the SECURE Act eliminated the stretch IRA. So it's, it's a better tax-wise uh, approach when it comes to doing charitable giving uh, to use the QCD than, again, the traditional uh, IRA funds uh, and RMDs. And I do want to throw in uh, a caution here. Um, it's usually not best to donate it from the Roth, obviously. Uh, the Roth is, is non-taxable. So if you're thinking about the QCDs, uh, I would encourage you to only consider uh, taking these from traditional IRA uh, accounts and, and to not consider at all uh, trying to do these with, with Roth. That just doesn't uh, work. Well, yeah, and excellent information. You just explained a lot of the benefits that are available via a qualified charitable distribution or QCD. Uh, but I'm sure there are several requirements anybody who wants uh, to consider using this planning tool needs to understand. 
So how about reviewing some of those? Well, we know in the code there's always rules, right? So <laughs> yeah, let's let's code. go over let's go over a few of those. Um, again, we're talking about qualified charitable distribution rules, and uh, again, you know, this isn't going to be an exhaustive list, but we would recommend everybody, you know, uh, if this is something that's generating some interest in your mind, talk to your personal tax advisor and, and determine if this is an approach that's best for you to use. So, um, but here are some of the requirements. Uh, again, it only applies to IRA owners who are 70 and a half and uh, older. The amount, as we've said, uh, that can be distributed for these purposes, $100,000 per person per year. Now, a- as we've said, the rules only apply to IRAs, but it also applies to other types of accounts like an inactive SEP plan uh, and uh, simple IRA plans. Uh, again, it does the, the, these, this rule does not apply uh, for any funds that you have in uh, an employer plan. It can only be made by direct transfers of funds to charities. So uh, gifts from uh, a private grant-making foundation or a donor-advised fund or a charitable gift annuity, those are not permitted under the rules. Uh, So again, uh, have to distinguish between um, account types. You do not receive a deduction on this transfer as we've said, um, it's better uh, not to have to pay tax on these funds. It's not included as income, so then uh, you're not uh, getting a, an offsetting deduction. Now, the QCD can satisfy the RMD, and that, as we've said, can potentially be a, a huge advantage. Um, another rule, uh, the amount distributed can satisfy an outstanding pledge that maybe you've made to a charity without creating a prohibited transaction. And then uh, as with most of these types of uh, arrangements, the charitable substantiation requirements uh, do uh, reply. So there are some of the rules, Tony, that one would want to to make sure that they uh, are aware of. And again, uh, discuss these with your personal tax advisor if you're gonna consider using uh, qualified charitable distributions. Well, yeah, wow. <laughs> You're talking about a lot of rules. You listed off quite a few there, but obviously in knowing how to properly utilize one of these uh, QCDs uh, with a comprehensive retirement income plan, uh, putting it together with that, what an advantage for anybody who understands the concept. And I, But I think it's a lot to grasp uh, to do on our own. You don't have to go it alone and you shouldn't. I know that uh, you need to be working with a financial services professional like yourself, Mike. And I know you wanted to talk about uh, the first dollar out rule. What is that? I I do, Tony. Uh, As with uh, many of the concepts that we use at Compass Retirement Advisors, it's all about fitting the puzzle pieces together and and doing things in the right order to get uh, the maximum value for our clients. And and there are pieces of these uh, qualified charitable distribution rules that have to be fit together uh, in, in the right order. And one of those uh, pertains to the first dollar out rule. Uh, this rule applies uh, anytime you're taking RMDs uh, from your IRA. The first dollars that you take during the year uh, are deemed to count as your 
required minimum distribution. So one of the key benefits of the qualified charitable distribution is that it can uh, count as your RMD and thereby, you know, excluding that income from taxation. As we've said before, you know, the traditional RMD is treated as taxable income, whereas the QCD is not. But if you happen to take your RMD first in the, in the year, then that income cannot be offset by uh, a QCD that you execute later in the year. So we would recommend uh, for people who are interested in this concept that you take your qualified charitable distribution and complete that early in the year, um, as early as possible. And this will reduce the possibility of uh, you know, missing uh, the chance to uh, offset that RMD income by using the QCD uh, or the chance that you might be forced to take additional dollars later in the year. So here's a little example. Uh, and Tony, uh, we'll just say that uh, we're going to use you as the, the, <laughs> okay. the, the, the client here. How's that sound? Well, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so Tony, you take your RMD and let's say you do that in February and you deposit those funds uh, into your checking and savings. Uh, and then later in the year, uh, you decide that uh, you would like to, to do a qualified charitable distribution. But Tony, since you've already taken that RMD, you cannot retroactively deem that February RMD oh. distribution to be a QCD. So you've already distributed your RMD. It's in your checking account That's now. Too bad. And it's going to be taxable for the year. So you got to plan that now, out. You do. You do. You got to think things through think for the ahead. year. So. Yeah. You can still, you know, obviously do the qualified charitable uh, distribution. You just can't use that for the RMD. Uh, so you may have to move, you know, additional funds from the IRA if, if you want to do that. So again, my point is uh, fitting these puzzle pieces together in the right order is uh, really critical if you're going to gain all of the advantages uh, that uh, are on the table to be used. Yeah. Well, for sure. And I think this is really helpful. And I know that you have an important announcement for our listeners today. But before we get to that, is there anything else you want to talk about as far as qualified charitable distributions? Yeah, let me uh, get one more thing in here, Tony. And this is an important one. Um, you, you probably uh, don't want to make a deductible IRA contribution after age seven and a half if you're also going to do the qualified charitable distribution. Uh, if you do, uh, there's a chance that the qualified charitable uh, distribution benefits uh, could be reduced. So uh, just kind of you know keep that in mind, and I'm sure as you're working with your uh, tax person, uh, you can sort these things out. But you know we don't find uh, a lot of people um, have considered charitable our qualified charitable distributions. So we wanted to spend some time today and, and just kind of get the, the topic out on the table, plant some seeds. And it's, it might be something that our listeners would want to consider um, throughout the year as you look for ways to you know, maximize uh, retirement income. Again, uh, having a proper understanding of the benefits and, and some of the rules that we've talked about can be uh, of real value. And so we wanted to, to get this uh, included in, in our material here on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hey, now I do want to uh, remind everyone uh, of uh, a couple of uh, important dates coming up. 
The first is Thursday, April the 21st, and that's going to be at the Clubhouse in Jasper. This is the first date for our spring retirement income planning workshops. So again, Thursday, April 21st at the Clubhouse in Jasper. And then again, Tuesday, April 26th at the Huntingburg Event Center, and that's in Huntingburg. Both events will begin at 6 o'clock. Uh, I normally uh, speak for about 50 minutes, and then we're going to have uh, dinner brought in by uh, the Schnitzelbach. And during dinner, I'll take uh, as many questions uh, as you want to, to ask. Uh, if you have any concerns at all about uh, your uh, retirement planning, uh, I hope you'll take uh, time to uh, call me, uh, make your reservation, and uh, join us at one of those two events. Um, reservations are required. We limit the attendance to about 24 people at each event. So uh, you might want to lock up your seats as quickly as possible as, as our events uh, typically fill up pretty quick. Uh, call me at 812-787-0809 to make your reservation. Uh, also, uh, a reminder, we still have a few gift cards available that you can use to view the documentary, The Baby Boomer Dilemma. Uh, this documentary deals with some of the pitfalls of trying to manage your own uh, IRA account. A number of people have 401ks, they move those to IRAs. But understanding the differences between the traditional pension plans that had guaranteed lifetime income options and I, traditional IRAs, and depending on your investment that you choose, you may not have those. So we feel this is a really important documentary to view. Again, the baby boomer dilemma. Uh, the gift cards are, are worth about 30 bucks. That's what it takes to purchase a single viewing of the documentary online. Again, if you call me at 812-787-0809, I'll send you a gift card with the instructions on how to watch that documentary. That's awesome. I, I think that uh, is great, and it's great that you're offering our listeners that gift card so they can watch it at no cost because it is really a great documentary. It is. It's. I think it's vitally important for anyone uh, that's thinking about re retiring and has funds currently in a 401k to, to understand it. Um, and just a, another reminder for uh, our listeners, remember to check the information at usdebtclock.org for an update on our nation's debt and deficit and unfunded liability numbers. Uh, everyone needs to be thinking about how these uh, extreme and unsustainable uh, debt levels are going to impact uh, your retirement. So if you have any concerns uh, about your plans uh, being uh, structured properly to, to uh, be uh, as sound as possible in light of uh, what's coming down the road as a result of all the debt and deficits, again, give my uh, team here at Compass Retirement Advisors a call. And we'll be happy to review your current plan and offer a no-obligation second opinion. And no matter where you are uh, in your uh, retirement journey, uh, on your way there or already there, it's never too late to get uh, a second opinion. Uh, next week is going to be Easter, so I uh, invite everyone to, to join Tony and I uh, next Sunday as we celebrate uh, Easter, uh, a day of hope. I hope that you will join us next Sunday at 12.30 for uh, our Easter special. Until then, from everybody at the uh, Compass Retirement Advisors team, we hope you have a, a blessed week and uh, join us again here next Sunday. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike. Great show today. And that is a great special offer and announcement for our listeners out there. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Talk with our host, 
Mike Graber. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at Compass Retirement Advisors, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individual tax, legal, fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representation can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to representation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. The tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretation. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal situation.